0: Welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Yeah. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it, from performing athletes flashy new gear and secret guacamole recipes yummy we've got you covered bro do you have questions we want to find answers want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure cool so do we now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral the supercast the supercast starts now
1: It's not yeah. Tuesday.
2: It's not Tuesday. It is, what is today? Today's Thursday. Welcome to the Supercast.
1: How's um, everybody doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we took a week off again, you know? And we did. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, we're kind of going in the ebb and the flow of the season. And, um, you know, we're all kind of just following along and seeing where things are going. And there really wasn't anything huge. So we took a week off.
1: did um things have been leah things just kind of feel anticlimactic
2: you know i i think that's a really good description i agree with you and i'm not really sure why
1: Uh, i you know the national series isn't hyping me up like normal um and even even some of like the national like things are ramping up for the end of the season, right? We're kind of coming into championship mode like we normally will. And like, I'm constantly at this thing, like, is this even going to happen? For for instance, uh, Tahoe, you know, Tahoe now is at the end of this month. Yeah. My bet is it's not going to happen. In a state that's on fire. Yeah, well, and it's like 30 miles away. Right.
2: 35
1: miles for the Calgary fires. Yeah, I, I... it's like, there's that, and then there's like, well, the ultra championship in Colorado, it, eh, okay. I um,
2: think people in general are emotionally kind of burned out. I think we have experienced a lot of really high highs and a lot of really low lows in the past year. Sure. Um, not just with OCR, but with our world in general. And I oh, think yeah. people from an emotional mental health standpoint are just kind of tired of the extremes and they're not getting as hyped as, as once did. And I think that with everything that's been going on, people's priorities and people's, um, you know, what's important to them is just kind of shifted a little bit. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that it's exciting. I mean, it's cool to see people getting so excited for, for the season again. Um, you know, and it's, it's cool to see all the posts and everything. But at the same time, it just doesn't feel the same to me.
1: Yeah, for me, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of at this like weird crossroads. Like if I go and do something, I want it to be big
0: mm-hmm. now.
1: Because I, I really now, especially having a daughter, Mm-hmm. I I just have my time is so precious and it's if I'm going to go do something I want to do it big but at the same time it's like do I even get my hopes up for this um, but it, it's a whole different slew anyway let's talk about the state of what's going on we're going to be bringing Alex Walker on this podcast here in a little bit yeah I um, can't but-
2: we haven't had her on here yet she's been a face in in the sport for for years now
1: yep um, but there's been a lot of other things that have kind of been going off on the sidelines, Leah.
2: Okay. Well, tell um,
1: so just whatever, you know, like we had West Virginia over the weekend. We'll be talking about that with Alex, but additionally now I feel like with everything going on with Tahoe, all eyes are on OCR world championships.
2: I, I agree with you. I think that, um, you know, the, this is a race that there was a lot of question for a number of months. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Um, and they have said, you know, at this point, it's happening. Um, it's there happening.
1: Are
2: restrictions put in place.
1: Yep. You either so, have to be vaccinated or show proof of within three days of arrival.
2: Right. Right.
1: Um, uh, of a ne- negative COVID test. Um. Which, you know, I'm not going to say if I agree with that or I disagree with that, but I'm saying that's the rodeo currently.
2: <laughs> well, there's definitely some people who have some strong opinions about it. Sure, um, sure. You know, the rule is, is, as you stated, either a vaccine or a negative test. And yep. the biggest point of contention that I'm seeing them receive is the fact that, you know, it's acknowledged that even despite being vaccinated one can still contract covid and carry it and spread it yep. um so the argument is it's not fair to not require the vaccinated people to also submit a negative test
1: i would agree with that but um
2: i yep. you know for the sake of of Continuity and the sake of, you know, things change day to day, you know, mm. and
1: oh, yeah,
2: people will who are opposed to that argument will cite things like other racing events that do the similar, you know, similar thing, or you know, they'll state that you know, this is fair and you know, vaccination should be enough. Um, But the fact of the matter is now learning that vaccinated people are just as easily transmittable as as non-vaccinated people, you know, there's definitely an argument to requiring it of everybody. And I think on one hand, it would be easier to do so and just say, "I doesn't matter what your vaccination status is, just show us a negative. But at the same time, I know that that would create a massive amount of paperwork and difficulty. So, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very busy. Then what you know, trying to get there and trying to logistically figure out everything else, but then on top of that, okay, now go get a negative COVID test here within this time frame. It makes things just very very busy. Um, uh, it's I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. It's but then there's also like okay, so other countries some are still on lockdown. Do we still call it the OCR World Championship? Because people from yeah. all across the world can't. There's, there's that boot camp. There's just so many different things, and this is where I'm just like, I just miss racing. I just miss yeah. doing some things and getting excited about something. That and that's that's where I'm at at least right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, you pull up any one of those threads of comments, and it's mm. just people getting ugly and people arguing. Um, you know, you've got the the vaccination debate going on on one end. You've got the you know, you can't even call it OCR world championships because it's not the world and that's not fair. And, you know, we've always said things like, well, can't please everybody, but it's never been more evident than it is now. It seems like there's just you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, I'm sure Adrian feels, you know? Oh yeah. I, w-
1: I will say though, I'm happy that there was a stance made whatsoever. And that's, that's all I'll say.
2: (laughs) I mean, the thing is, is like, you know, there's, there's been so many months of uncertainty and so many months of what you're going to be, you know, we absolutely needed something now. I mean, of course you're then also going to have people arguing, well, if you're going to require a vaccine, you didn't give us enough time to get the vaccine. You know, it just, I don't know. It feels Mm -hmm. like people in general are just less tolerant, less patient less forgiving and just more cranky than ever before. And that's kind of where I'm getting to the point where I'm like, you know, I just don't want to engage in that.
1: Agreed. It's just, uh, I think it's one of those things. We just need to return to like, Hey, let's just see what we can do and enjoy each other's company because that's, that's a nice thing. (laughs) Right. Right, For sure. Let's, let's, let's just be thankful that we are even jumping over a wall. (laughs) Right um aside from that though they did bring on some new sponsors Leah did you see that who we tell oh, so about. did you see
2: yeah I saw they're they're partnered with um VJ shoes right
1: VJ shoes as well as Riverbend CBD now
2: yeah that's kind of hop one CB train and jumped onto the next I'm not really sure what happened there but um the VJ shoes I can't at all act surprised about it's kind of been the shoe that's Kind of,
1: you know, storm the OCR scene. It's it definitely has a cult following. A lot of the pros like it. Mm-hmm. Yep, love it. Get some more of it.
2: Well, I will be there in Vermont. Um,
1: Are I'm, you excited?
2: I, you know, yes and no. Honestly, if I'm truthful, um, I'm really excited to be back out there again with my people. I'm sure. really excited to see the community and just, I hope that the feeling that OCRWC normally brings is there. Um, You know, but I'm hesitant, of course, I'm hesitant about, you know, is it going to even feel what I'm hoping it to feel like? Um, I'm hesitant because like most people, I know my training is not what it was, you know, going into last year. Sure. You know, I think we've all done the best we've can to to be prepared and to stay steady throughout this time. But let's be real: for for the vast majority of people, it's not been an easy trip. You know, and we'll see. You know, I'm 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 going in. You know, excited to to hopefully have that those same feelings again. Um, but we'll see once we get there. You know.
1: Well, and I think for me, and I'm I won't be there. But, mm-hmm. um, I would say, come with no expectations, just come to, to experience whatever this weekend is because it's always been different. It's always been a different weekend. it's always been looked different year to year, and not having we we, we put this on a pedestal, I feel like, oh, we need this rig and that rig, no, oh, there needs to be carnage at this, and oh there we need to see this or this or this, and you don't need anything. you just need a good weekend to. To race and that right. that maybe that's all you need. Um, no, I and that's all I got on that.
2: No, I, I absolutely agree. So, you know, that's coming up here in about three weeks. Um, you know, we'll see. I think that there might be some extra people that kind of hop on board the OCR WC train as as Tahoe becomes more and more questionable. Um, you know, but we'll see.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, with that being can. said, we're going to Alex Walker. Yeah, um old alex friend
2: competed, yeah, Alex just competed at race number four of the five race u.s national series um and is doing pretty well for herself so we'll talk with alex if you haven't heard about her i don't know how you couldn't have but kind of get a little history and figure out where the future holds for her
1: absolutely and we are back with miss alex walker um you, you know, know her from.
2: <laughs> Good morning. I, you know, you're one of those people that I'm kind of surprised that we haven't had on the show yet. Um, you've been around the scene for quite some time, but I think that you're often overlooked. Do you feel that? Way I don't sometimes? think so.
1: I love Alex.
2: I. You're full of malarkey. We, <laughs> I'm not saying we overlook her,
3: but you know what? I'm, people don't overlook me. Companies
1: overlook me. <laughs>
3: Oh, okay, okay.
2: Like,
1: oh my goodness! Race companies,
2: <laughs> right? Well, that's true. You know, because anyone who who hears your name, I think, very quickly, you know, knows who you are and kind of what you can do. Um, especially here within the past year or so, I would say you're really kind of mm-hmm. blasting it out there. But that's in your stride. Um, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. So just getting shit done. <laughs> <laughs> So for people who may not know quite who you are or what your story is, you're based out of Texas, right? Yes. Okay. Give us the, the rundown of who is Alex Walker?
3: <laughs> so okay. I live in San Antonio, Texas. I live north of San Antonio. Um, so I live at the base of the hill country. So a lot of people think Texas, they think it's flat, but I don't live in the flat part of Texas.
1: <laughs> okay. okay.
3: So I do have some hills that I get to run on, but, um, I moved here from South America. I grew up down there and I don't have a running background. Everybody always likes to ask me that one. Um, and I didn't pick up running till after I got divorced. So I think I've only been running like 10 years, maybe.
2: Okay. So how did that start then?
3: Um I had gotten divorced and I had moved back to Texas from Oregon and I just was working at a company um that a group they had like a gym and a group of people decided they wanted to sign up for the local 5k at the company and I was like oh I'll do it with y'all and we could not even run a mile it was really sad like we would like run to like a sign And then every day we would try to go a little bit further. And then we got to the point that we could run a 5K. And I told myself I'd never go any further than that. And next thing you know, everybody does it. We do a 10K, half marathon. I did a marathon. I got into trail running at that point because I was bored of being on the road. And then I fell in love with that. And then I did, oh, someone convinced me to do a Tough Mudder. A warrior dash is actually what they convinced me to do. The company, a group of them were doing a warrior dash. So I did that. And then I did a Tough Mutter. But I didn't like that with Tough Mudder, they didn't time anything. And I'm really competitive. Okay. So then that's right. how I was like, oh, what what companies time things or what races? And so I found Spartan. And mm-hmm. so I did my first one was Dallas Beast. Um, and I didn't know at that point that there was like an elite heat or anything like that. And that's What year
2: was people. that?
3: Ooh, two thousand
2: and fourteen, maybe? Okay. So okay. That was how that happened. <laughs> and you've kind of been progressing since then.
3: Yeah. So at that point I kind of fell in love with the sport. I looked up who was the best coach at the time that was coaching the best of the people in the sport and that was Yancy Colt. So I like
0: we messaged see. him and
3: was like, Hey, how can we work together?
2: <laughs> right. And so
3: I've worked with him ever since and you know it's just been like climbing the ladder slowly like a lot of people don't realize it doesn't happen overnight like it does for Hell people no. who have like a running background and mm-hmm. have like tons of talent which is great for them but um, for people that don't like if you just keep banging on that door like I think it comes to you at some point.
1: I would agree 10,000 percent on that. Um, yeah. Dude,
3: you're,
2: you're one of those names that you know, we said it before. Yancy is is kind of like the the Nostradamus of the sport. You know, he he just has a way of identifying the talent and working with that talent. And you know, you're one of those names that he's been shouting from the rooftops for years. Um, you know that you know, watch out for this girl. Watch out for this girl. Um, you know, and and then we've seen you, you know, rising up. And you know going into this year well before we got to this year 2019 I think is when you were really starting to you know burst out there how how was that season for you um
3: 2019 was a really good season I think what happened was in 2017 I did a lot of local races and I had podiumed at them but Um, I think it was Ryan Woods and someone else was like, Hey, you need to come to the national series races. Like that's going to be good for you. Um, just because that is where people pay attention, I guess. And so I did my first one at that time in Asheville and I got six. Um, but it wrecked me. Like, I definitely was like, I don't know how to climb up anything (laughs) like the, the mountains. I'm a terrible climber. So my goal from 2017 leading into 19 was just to become a better mountain runner and just be better at climbing. Um, So that's kind of how that happened. So I got better at it and I just wanted to be in the top 10 at the national series. And I got that in 2019, Mm -hmm. I walked away from Utah and was like, you know what? I'm going to put all my little chips in a basket and see what I can do for worlds. And even though these girls can climb better than me, I don't know, maybe something good will happen. And luckily there was a snowstorm and everything was cold and I'm better at obstacles than a lot of the girls. So that worked in my favor.
1: Well, and you've been, I would say a lot of things have been working in your favor, Um, especially this past weekend in West Virginia coming out on third, you know, great weekend, Uh, bees, bees. And everybody was talking about how this race was just such a, I've seen so many posts this week about, yeah, this wasn't my race. Yeah, this, this race just wasn't – I wasn't feeling it. How did how did you feel? How was the rodeo for you?
3: So I got third in Asheville. So coming off my first podium at a U.S. National Series, I was like, oh, let's mm-hmm. see if we can keep this rolling. Yeah, uh, keep this train moving. So, yeah, so going into West Virginia, I've never been at the venue, but I've seen – I watched the live feed a million times when I'm on a treadmill. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? This might be a good race for me because it's a humbling so course. It is a cool course, but a lot of it was like run up a, a, a hill and then a steep hill and then run flat and then run up a steep hill, run flat. And yeah. a lot of the places I train, that's what I have to train on. It's run up a steep okay. hill and then flat. And it's a power line system that I run. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of figured it'd be about the same thing. Um, just a little bit more technical running with the roots and the, the wet ground. Uh, mm-hmm. But all the obstacles were so soaked with water that that actually helped me a lot, too. Like, as we jumped on things, I was like, OK, this is the carnage that's going to happen from obstacle three, which was the monkey bars, to obstacle 13, which was feeder.
1: OK.
2: So you said and that, I- you know, you're better at obstacles than most people. Um, and that that's where you gain your ground were you always naturally good at the obstacles or is that how's that been your strength um
3: I don't think I would naturally was good at them I think I just put my head down when I first started working with Yancy and doing savage races and those kind of things and said you know I want to be good at this so whatever I need to do to figure that out and then Um, I luckily have a ninja gym that I train at and I just enjoy jumping on and off obstacles. And so that's kind of what came first. And in the last year, my running has come with that.
2: Okay. So now you're one of those people too, that, you know, you hear in the past, you know, two sentences, we've mentioned Savage, we've mentioned um, Ninja, um, and the different obstacles, you are not just a one-trick pony with Spartan. You know, we see you crossing over into all the different races. Um, talk about that. Talk about wh- what you like and what you, have you know, are drawn to.
3: Um, I just love doing everything. I like being good at as many things as I possibly can be good at. And I really, really enjoy obstacle completion races you know the ocr world championship the north american championships um savage race conquer the gauntlet world's toughest mudder was really fun for me too um i don't know what made me think the 24-hour race would be fun but i definitely (laughs) had a good time
1: (laughs) it was fun enough
3: (laughs) yeah me and you ran for a little while on it
1: we did run for a while together
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mm-hmm So, I don't know, I just really enjoy doing everything, but I do also enjoy Spartan, and one of the things about it is, like, with Spartan, you're going to get the best of the best at these National Series races and at the championship races, while, Mm -hmm. like, with Savage, there might be just two or three people that are are pretty good, Um, so it makes it a little bit hard. I wish to see more of the girls kind of go over to Savage Race or you know, those kind of races and, and, compete in them, but you just don't have that field being as deep as those, you know, while Spartan, you go to the U S national series and it's just 10, 15 girls. Deep.
1: Just punching each other fricking <laughs> all day long.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. I would say like West Virginia, I felt like me and Rose, like the whole entire race were just like going blow for blow the entire
2: Yeah, country.
1: baby. You guys, you, know, you guys, give, it.
2: shout out to both you and Rose as a mama. There aren't too many of us out there running and racing and, and doing well, so you know, this two out of the true. three. Were mamas.
3: Mm-hmm. When we said it while we were running together, we were like, it'd be so cool to have two moms on the podium, and you know we're cheering each other on while trying to beat each other.
1: Right. <laughs> right. So it, came
3: down,
2: <laughs> it came down at the end within a minute. Talk, what was the, the end of the race like for
3: you? Oh, uh, so I worked so hard in that last mile to gap her and just like create enough cushion for the last couple obstacles. And I was just so depleted that when I got to the rig and I got to the new ropes, I slipped. And when I went back to grab the rope, it was swinging all over the place. And when I went to reach for it, my hand closed away from it and I just didn't have enough energy to catch myself again. So I just like ran and do burpees and I got my 20th burpee but it's because i was like if i can do them fast enough maybe we can have a sprint finish (laughs) and so i got to my 20th burpee and she had already finished the rig right then so i was like you know what i'll just finish this but i could barely run the last little section i was like i'm dead
2: (laughs) right right so you finished with an impressive third place at the beast um which now you are at three races so the, the series is five race option and you have to complete three. So you've right. now completed three and you're sitting currently. Four. Oh, you She's did four. four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're currently sitting in fourth place.
3: Right. So I got to make big things happen in big bear.
2: <clears throat> so that was my next question. Are we going for
3: five and trying to push or what's, what's yeah. the plan going forward? I am. Um, I just kind of messed up in the first two races. I missed my spear in Jacksonville, or I would have been either second or third, but that's what it, you know, that's part of the game. And then, uh, West Virginia or no, Utah, I was dumb and came off Olympus cause I like freaked out cause they were, I had the camera there and they said my name. And so I was like, Oh my God, I froze. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so I like
3: slid right off and I was like, Oh, there goes my momentum. And, uh, I had to like run myself back into that race and catch up with everybody So Mm -hmm. I think I would have finished a little bit better. But with that being said, I'm happy even just being in the top five, um, all four races. And I just have to go to Big Bear and see what I can Mm do.
2: So currently you're sitting, it looks like, about 60 points only behind. So definitely anything can happen. It looks like you're battling it out with um, Rose currently in third and Annie in second. Lindsay has it on lock, though, it looks like.
0: Yeah, Um, Lindsay definitely has
3: it locked out.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then after Big Bear what's the plans are you a Tahoe kind of girl are you an OCRWC girl what, what, what
3: are we doing go to OCRWC uh, so Tahoe's coming
2: first um, and
1: then uh-huh. Big Bear and yep. I
3: did decide on Tahoe over OCR you, you
0: did I
3: mean, I you did, did. super
0: surprised <laughs> Alex <laughs> shenanigans I know, I love-
3: ocr world championships don't get me wrong but i am chasing the spartan world right now and i okay. plan to go to abu right. dhabi so uh, okay that's kind of where i'm at
1: <laughs> well that's you know you gotta you gotta make those decisions and i think it's i think it's one of those things if you're making that decision committing to it is the important thing and doing it correctly and obviously you have committed to that decision
3: <laughs> yeah it was a hard one like i've been debating it person- is I think Georgia Savage earlier this year was kind of when I got it in my head. Like, do I want to go to OCR World Championship or do I want to go to Tahoe? And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be split for the women too. Like, a lot of girls are going to go. Absolutely. To the OCR World Championship. Like, Lindsay are you and guys Rose. talking about
2: that? Like, do you guys know who's going where?
3: Um, I don't know. if We talk so much about it, but we we do know. Like, I know Rose and Lindsay will be at OCR World Championship. I know Rhea is coming to Tahoe. Um, mm-hmm. so that kind of just kind of splits the field it's kind of sad because you split up the field and you don't get to see the best the best at both races all together right
2: for sure no I definitely agree I think it it, it dilutes it and I think that you know that's I'm sure it's going to play into people's decisions trying to figure out which one do I want to go to you know where can I do better and where's everybody else going you know
3: but it also bums it out, right? Because let's just say you go to Tahoe and you do really well. Then you have the tagline that goes below it where, well, that's because nobody was all there, you know, right. not everybody was there. And so that's always a bummer, too, because I get that with Tahoe. They're like, oh, well, you only got fifth because it was cold and the obstacles were, right. you know, frozen. And I'm like, well, it's still an obstacle course. It, you still showed, race, you race,
1: still showed up. You still showed up.
3: Yeah, right.
2: yeah, yeah. But that's what you get with it. Like, I hear that all the time. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to see that I, a lot hmm. this year with both races. You know, people are already saying with the WC, well, you can't even call it a, you know, you can't even call it the World Championships because the world, you know, nobody else can come. You know, so you're we're already hearing those little asterisks being applied to people.
3: And that's such a bummer because it's like, we're, we're so fortunate to be racing right now with the whole pandemic situation last year. And we're so mm-hmm. lucky to be out there to get to do these things. And for people to make those comments, it just like makes it kind of sad because we should just be privileged that we're there, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Just be happier there. Exactly. No oh, yeah. Get to race.
2: I, I absolutely agree. I think, you know, one of the things that Jacob and I were talking about before, before we got you on is, it's kind of just the overall attitude of everybody right now, and the sport in general, and you know, kind of this this mentality of you know, anticlimacticness, if that's a word. Like, how do you feel overall the sport is, or you know, the the, the attitudes
3: you have your good and you have your bad you know and that comes with every sport you're gonna see it I mean I watch track and field a lot and you have your people that say things and your people that don't so I just think that people just need to be happy that we're out there like I think I saw some posts about the bees like yeah I didn't like being stung but like Spartan can't control that and like they sprayed the ground as much as they could is what Hammond had told me and I'm like you can't you can't control that. Like it is what it is. And if you're allergic, you're allergic. Like Rose, I was like, Oh man, I don't know what just happened to me. They came out of the ground and she's like, are you allergic? I'm like, I don't think so, but we'll find out.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. So how many did you- I think back. Did you get?
3: I got stung in the head, my butt and my hip flexor and it Ooh. hurts. And I good felt really good. weird. I-, I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, I don't know if I feel weird because I'm pushing max effort right now while I'm running. Or if I feel weird, because I got stung. But it is what it is.
0: <laughs>
3: so, but yeah, people's attitudes, just people need to just realize we're really lucky. Like, I think I saw somebody make a comment on Rose's post that you only got this much money for second at a U.S. National Series. Like, we have to remember that Spartan was not there all last year. Make any money that we should just be happy there is any prize money right now and I don't want Spartan to go and like think that that's also good not to have bigger prize money but I also know that like they had a hard time and we have to respect that too
1: it's a rebuilding year
2: (laughs) right it's having grace it's grace with one another it's grace with the companies you know it's it's just understanding that you know, we're coming back and no, it may not be exactly as it was in 2019, but it's, it's got to be rebuilt somewhere. And, you know, I think that that's where people don't understand all this keyboard warrior nonsense is not going to help the situation at all.
3: Also, nobody's listening. Like to the keyboard warriors out there, nobody is listening. Like, I know that they think like the world is paying attention, but they're not. Nobody cares what I say or you say
2: or anybody says, you know? Right. Nope. I, I absolutely I agree. So sure.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to throw this onto a, a different kind of area here then. So Alex, you said that you're, you're, you are right now, 100% committed to Spartan, everything that's shaken down here for the season. Um, yeah. Do you fully think Tahoe's going to happen here at the end of the month?
3: Yeah, you know, I have a really hard time. Um, I hope, I hope that they get some rain. Um, I know yep. that. You know, that area is going through a rough time with the uh, fires Um, Mm -hmm. and we have to respect what happens because this isn't like a situation where COVID is hitting and that's affecting us. This is a situation where people are losing their homes. People are losing their livelihood. People aren't allowed to be at their home. And I respect that if they are not able to have it at the end of the month, that that happens. And, you know, that's hard on Spartan because that's money that they needed and probably... Tahoe would be getting too because all the people coming are paying and that brings money into the area which allows them to pay for more things so I hope that it does happen and I hope that you know they can contain these fires and get some rain and I don't mean it in the sense that I want it to happen for my reason but that I think that it would help the area with money and it helps Spartan like having to see them cancel another race especially a race so big has to be pretty devastating so I don't know. I mean, part of me understands, and part of me is like hoping. <laughs> right. So
1: here's 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 my question for you. Then, let's say later this week you get an email: Tahoe's Tahoe ain't happening. Are you directly on your phone after that, looking up tickets to go to to um, to go Vermont. to Vermont? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I okay. think
3: I might find like a different race. I don't think because I didn't commit to. To have that in my head, I probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't go and do it. The other reason I chose Tahoe over Vermont is Vermont would have been three days of hard racing. Tahoe would have been
1: one. Agreed. Agreed.
3: I can recover from one race, three races a little rough, and then to be jumping in. um, So I also, in a way, do not, and I will just say it because Adrian knows how I feel about this, do not agree with his... um, be vaccinated or get mm-hmm. tested thing i think everyone yep. should have to be tested if you're going to do that um mm-hmm. and if it's we were talking also about talking science, about that
1: <laughs> yeah you know
3: if you have the vaccine you can still get it and you can still spread it and for the people that don't like and some people I had a bunch of people message me because I did go you know on my stories about this and they were like yeah. I can't get the vaccine for medical reasons it's not political it's not because I don't want it it's right. because I have medical issues that I'm unable to get it and I'm sure. so sad to see them do that.
2: Yeah no I mean it's there's we we also touched on that too in in the intro and it's you know, the, we definitely see the, the split and I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I think that for the sake of continuity, for the sake of fairness for everybody involved, um, requiring the negative test of everybody, regardless of vaccination status, I think is, is the right thing to do. And unfortunately, that's not the path that they're going down. Um, you know, and it'll, it'll be interesting to see.
3: I was kind of like when I had posted, he had messaged me and he had mentioned like, this is what these other race series or like races are doing. And I'm like, okay, but I don't care what they're doing. Like you should be doing your own thing because you always do your own thing. And if you Mm -hmm. have the most concern for safety for your, all your racers, everyone should get tested. Right.
2: Right. Well, and you know, if you get the vaccine, (laughs) right well yeah. and, and things change and knowledge changes you know and at the time when other races put on their events and made their rules you know things have changed since then and we've learned things we've learned that vaccinated people can still spread and can, you but know, I don't think
3: they ever said it. that they wouldn't spread it like that so I, I mean I work in the dental field so I deal with this right. all the time I get sprayed in the face so COVID is always a mm-hmm. concern for me mm-hmm. um but they never once told the public, and I, I deal with the older group of people, um, that they never once said you would not get it if you got the vaccine. And so that's where I think people misconstrued that somewhere because I get that from my patients. They're so like, oh, I have it. I'm like, that doesn't mean you can't pass it. They never once said you couldn't pass it or get it. It just means that you probably wouldn't get it it and end up in the hospital, hopefully, but people are ending up in the hospital and there are people that have it and they're getting super sick, which is super sad. But I just think that if you want safety at the top of the line, you've got to just test everybody.
2: Right, right. No, I mean, I I agree with you. I think that, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I'm imagining that there's going to be some issues they have said that you can test yourself at home with a home kit and provide that.
3: So, But that's not, e- that's not <laughs> even the CDC even said that those tests aren't even valid. Like, that's really? where, like, are you yeah. doing this for safety reasons? Or are you just doing this to, to say that you, you, you had something in play?
2: Right. I mean, it's, it's a I'm going to get hate
3: for all of this, I'm sure. But I just feel like that's just my opinion on it. And yeah, everybody has the right to voice been, it. You've been
2: pretty brave here recently in, in the social media land, you know, between this, between the CBD stuff, um, you know, and, and I respect it. I absolutely respect that you are willing to to say how you think and how you feel.
3: Yeah, I think if you know, like if you believe in something and you have knowledge of it, like facts, science, everything behind it, which, you know, I think that you can have a voice like that. Um, And that's where I feel like I'm okay with. I'll only voice it if I feel like I have stuff to back that up. Right.
2: Right. For sure. Sure.
3: So, but anyhow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we absolutely appreciate you joining us. Um, you know, you've, you've definitely been exciting to watch. Um, and, you know, I, I, I look forward to seeing how you do it at Big Bear. Um, and, you know, I definitely think that you'll be the one to watch in Tahoe for sure.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm excited. I'm just excited to go out and play and have fun with everybody.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, we'll let you get back to your day here, Alex, but thank you again so much for being on the podcast today.
3: Awesome. Thank y'all.
1: Hey, thanks. Well, there we have it. Mm-hmm.
2: One series, one race left to go. Um, you know, the Big we'll Bear, see- if the the
1: Big bear, bear, bear happens.
2: If it happens, if it happens, you know, we've, we've got two things, you know, between the California fires, between the, you know, COVID restrictions, you know, we'll see. We haven't seen racing in California yet. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs>
1: we but shall see. I think
2: to see how things shake down, you know, the the women's field is pretty much, you know, squared away. It's a bank for Lindsay, but, uh, the men's field is is up in the air, um, and you know we could definitely see some things spicy happening. Um, so we'll, we'll
1: we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. Um, aside from that, Leah, mm-hmm. it's time for our weekly community kudos.
2: Do 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 do. Who you got?
1: Who do I got? Somebody yeah. that. Prob- that nobody on my on this podcast knows and but i do want to bring attention to it um so okay. over the weekend um i actually ran a duathlon by the way mm-hmm. i want to go ahead and throw that out there i ran a duathlon this past week you ran and i was road,
2: duathlon what's that you ran and rode duathlon
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's it was a run bike run mm-hmm. um it ended, ended with a trail run in one of my favorite portions but anyway um I got to do that. But I want to give a shout out to my friend, Gierti Adi. Um, I, I miss working in an office. So Gierti was this little bitty Indian gal that sat a few floors above me in my office building. Annually, she does an event called The Ultimate Hike. Okay. Um, and it is a fundraiser. Um, so the, and it's, it's not a crazy Huge event. They had 70 people this year at Ultimate Hike. Um, mm-hmm. they had 70 hikers, but it is a big fundraising event for um for cancer research for children's cancer. And oh. so anyway, she she comes together with other people and together they this group of hikers hiked um well, they traversed, you know, a marathon's distance 26.2 miles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, middle of freaking nowhere but she also with this group the group raised $192,000 for uh, pediatric cancer research and you know that's that's cool and I, I look for things that I get excited about and things that I look forward to and things that are just uplifting in this time and that's just yeah. like that's really a nice thing so yeah, awesome awesome thank you girl who you got this week
2: um I a shout out to david main prize and team over down with ctg um they are getting ready this weekend to put on their 10th anniversary event um what some are saying is potentially the final ctg um i'm not sure if that's been confirmed or not but um that's going to be happening this weekend uh somewhere in the midwest i apologize i think oklahoma maybe
1: Oklahoma. Um, Yeah. It's Oklahoma.
2: Okay. Don't quote me on that. I know it's somewhere in the middle of the country. Um, we know David. It's at their home
1: stomping grounds. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We know David and we've seen him recently partnered up with Sid with the battle of the lion stuff. Um, but this is his original baby. Um, so shout out to them and what will likely be an awesome event this weekend.
1: I'm excited for it. You know, one of my uncles that was always my thing we were talking, we, Long story short, I got a brand new uncle a few years ago. <laughs> it surprised okay. us. But, um, that surprised surprised, but that's a whole different story. But um, he oh, he's from Arkansas uh, near mm-hmm. the Little Rock area. And he's like, oh, yeah, you got to come down here and stay with me sometime. And there's this there's this race that everybody gets hyped up about down here. It's like, yeah, they do. Sp- I've heard of Spartan. No, no, no. Cocker the Gauntlet. Everybody was crazy about it. I'm like, really?
2: Uh, huh. Um. There you go. So it
1: was always inter- always funny that I thought like I I don't think of like conquer the gauntlet being something that like you could pull somebody off the side of the road and they'd know what it is
3: correct
2: but was-
1: um but down at Little Rock man it was the it was the cat's pajamas down there uh, so
2: there you go <laughs> good
1: luck to the guys over at conquer the gauntlet this weekend you know you guys are great and you guys do a great job within the sport uh anything else Leah anything else
2: I think that's about it.
1: All right. Well, as always, guys, if you guys drop us a drop us a like, share us, um, message us, reach out to us. You know, let's chit chat about OCR. Feel free to reach out to me Um, and hopefully we will be back next week. Until then, I'm Jacob Bosecker
2: and I'm Leah Hensley. We will catch you out there.
1: See you guys.
0: This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs, too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. God bless. Bye bye. And bye bye. Bye bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye-bye.